the gates of the dungeon part, and our prince is free to go his way. Off he rides on his noble steed, a valiant figure straight and tall, to wake his love with love's first kiss, and prove that true love conquers all! <laughs> At Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer. <laughs> I'm Zen. And I'm Loveless David. Because <laughs> what better love better. is on this program? I know. We fight constantly. <laughs> right? Right? Where's, where's the true Zen love? and I are frenemies. Like, there's no love lost anywhere in that exchange. It should have been Zeneficent. Zeneficent. Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, like then. That. All right. Well, today we are digging deep into the vault and sharing some of our recommendations for lesser known Disney movies to watch. After that, Zen's sharing some homes built only a few miles away from the original Magic Kingdom that were inspired by a famous Disney princess. And later we've got Disney cartoon trivia. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, picture this. It's movie night, you've got a giant bowl of buttery popcorn ready, and it's your turn to pick the movie. You're feeling something Disney, but you're also looking for something that you haven't seen a million times before, and that is where your friendly neighborhood Main Street UCI podcasters come in. Today we're sharing our favorite lesser-known Disney movies that may just become some of your favorites. So, who would like to share first? David is pointing at me. Yes, okay. you are going first because I know that you're so excited about this one. All right. So, this is one that um, I don't even know. I think I first saw it when I was pretty young on the Disney Channel. But in later years, um, it kind of has a tie-in to Disneyland. So, I'll get to that. Really? So, my first pick is Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Um, wait, hold, hold on. Darby O'Gill and the what? And the little people. <laughs> okay. Yes. You're making this up now. No, 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 no. This you. is this is not a Disney film. This is legit. This is actually one that Walt Disney himself like really was hands on in. So, and in fact, I think like there's some episode of uh, Walt Disney Presents or something where he's actually, you know talking about working on this film and and thanking the little people themselves and King Brian, King of the Leprechauns. Um, So, Jennifer, what is the plot, oh good madam, of Darby (laughs) O'Gill and the little people? All right, so this is the plot uh, directly from D23. They have a whole list of Disney films, so go check that out if you want to see some other interesting films. But basically... Darby O'Gill, used to spinning fairy tales instead of tending his job as caretaker of Lord Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick's estate in South Ireland, is about to be replaced by young Michael McBride, who is a very famous actor and is very handsome in this one of his earliest roles. And he used to play 007. Who? Huh? Which one? 
Can you guess who this actor is? 1959. Yes. So it's not, um, what's Rock. his name? Well, Roger Moore. It could be Roger Moore. It could be Roger Moore, but I'm thinking of It's like, like a, the most famous. Why aren't I surprised? Yes, 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 yes. No. Yes. It's not. It's young, super handsome Sean Connery. No. Yes. There's just no way. Yes. He is so beautiful in this film. Like, it's worth what? watching it just for young, super handsome Sean Connery. I would. I think it's just worth watching with a friend who doesn't know about this film. Yeah. To see the look on their face when they go, it, is, it, is that Sean Connery? Connery? No. No, wait. Is that? That can't be. Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Anyway. And this continue. was before he was like a household name, too. Yeah. So that's yeah, kind of yeah. cool. So... Um, so he plays Michael McBride, and so basically, uh, Darby O'Gill doesn't want his daughter Katie to find out that he's basically been ousted out of his job. So he gets wise and he goes, Okay, what if I had Michael and Katie get together and maybe they get married and then they're set for life and it's totally fine? So, you know, in order to enact this plan, he goes to his personal friend, King Brian of the Leprechauns. <laughs> like you do, right? Once again, now I really you, think you're... Can you okay, you're say saying that you're, sentence again? One more wait, time. Now I really people, think you're making this up. For people who didn't quite hear it the first time. Yes. To help his plans, he captures his old friend, King Brian he of the Leprechauns. He captures his old friend. Because that's that's the key. You that's gotta capture what you the leprechaun do with your best friends. Right. You kidnap them, right? And then you get three wishes, like you <laughs> do. So 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 all this plan, like <laughs> everything's kind of going according to plan, except there is a jealous townsman named Pony Sugru. That's his name. His name is Pony. His name is Pony. Pony Sugru, and he spills the beans and tells Katie that. You know, hot young Sean Connery is about to take her dad's job. <laughs> I like it. I like how there was adjectives attached. So <laughs> I'm so done. Not just one adjective, so two done. adjectives. So so she. I of think she's course, blushing. I really think. Yeah. I mean, wait, wait till he's. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is a family adult, family show. So, you know, she gets upset. She's like. You know, F you, I'm not going to fall in love with you. You just want my dad's job. She runs away. She falls and is in mortal danger. And there's something called the death coach. And it's coming for her. And Darby is left with only one option to save his daughter. And you'll have to watch it to find out what that is. So, but at Disneyland, if you're in the, right at the, the entrance of the queue to Indiana Jones, there's a giant tree that's kind of close to um, the water area that's near Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, Tarzan's Treehouse. And there's a tiny door that's been stuck into the tree that's the little man of Disneyland's house. Yeah. I think we yeah, mentioned I've heard, that yeah, before. I've heard, yeah, I've seen that one before. So that that's kind of the, I think that's supposed to be like... You know, a nod also to Darby O'Gill and the Little People. So, why are you recommending this movie? It's really good. It's kind of is dark. it so bad that it's good? No, or? it's good. It's especially it's fun to watch, especially around like St. Patrick's Day. Okay, I've so. never seen this film, 
But just based on the title, I know that it has no right in the world to be good. It's good. So it's good. I guess I'm just gonna have to see it because I'm not going to believe it until then. I mean, even j- just for young, hot Sean Connery, you gotta see it once. Well, all right then. So that's my first one. Okay. What do you have, David? Um. Is there young and hot downstairs? Actually, in my film, there is there are young hot guys. I forget the name of this first hot guy. So while I'm um, while I'm uh, introducing it, I'm going to look it up. Um, he was actually on Friends. What was the film? Okay, okay so uh, quick history lesson. Zen, I'm sure you're familiar with the Miracle on Ice, or at least I hope you are. Yes, Jennifer, are you familiar with the Miracle on Ice? It sounds familiar, oh, but I'm not hundred percent. That's a great one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, okay. Now yeah. we're looking at young Sean, hot, young <laughs> hot Sean Connery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a tongue twister. Yes. Say that three times fast. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyways, so for those of you that aren't familiar, really, really quick history lesson. Uh, in 1964, 68, 72, and 76 Olympics. The Soviet Russian men's ice hockey team was the team to beat. They won gold medals 16 years in a row, four Olympics in a row. They won the Olympic gold medal. They had beat the AHL All-Stars, something crazy, like 10 to 0. They beat the NHL, the National Hockey League All-Stars, in 1979, 5 to 0. Wow. And the idea was, in 1980, at the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, to bring gold medal back to USA men's ice hockey. And they got... Uh, this coach together, Herb Brooks, and they hired him to put together a team to beat the Russians, to beat these Russian all stars. Mm-hmm. So who does he choose? Bunch of college kids. Oh, <laughs> bunch of college kids. No expectations whatsoever for them to do anything, and they win the gold medal. Wow! Yeah. They beat the Soviet Russians in the first medal round, and they win the gold medal. Mm-hmm. Now. This, yeah, this is in a completely different direction to uh, Jennifer's film here. <laughs> um, the, the, the next two of my films are going to be just like total crap fests. Uh-oh. But this one is actually really, wait, really good. Wait, wait. What? Have you... What's, uh, okay. The Miracle <laughs> on Ice is so famous because they go into the halftime break. The they halftime? Go, or, or like the... the Zen, please. I don't... I, the period break. The period they go break. into the intermission. Okay. Get and then your, your what do they have? Straight. They have the infamous um the speech from Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that is the best scene, I think, in all of sports filmmaking. Yeah. At least that's my opinion. So hang on, let's see if we can get this. Great moments. This is Kurt Russell Our playing boy. Herb Brooks. Great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. Kurt Russell is so good in this. Oh, he's yeah. so good. I always forget that he's... One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. So Kurt Russell is actually really good in that role. There's actually another person that's really interesting 
in this cast that you might not expect. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll, I'll let you guys listen to it. Yeah, and per- please see okay. it go look up that film. It's just but such a good speech. Interesting thing is, uh, are you are you guys familiar with Friends? Do you yes. s- have you seen Friends? Uh, Friends. Do, do you remember? <laughs> uh, do you remember the actor that played Tag? He was Rachel's secretary, the one, the really young <laughs> one, the one that she had the hots for. I mean, this is like <laughs> like really obscure Friends trivia, I guess. Um, his name is Eddie Cahill. <laughs> Let's make a friends and podcast. And he was he played Jim Craig, the uh, the USA All Star goalie. Hmm. So uh, a couple of mm, fairly obscure names in this one. A couple of really big ones. It's a really good film. Please, 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 please watch it. That's all I have to say. Nice, Zen. What do you have? What do you have for us? Oh, so many good ones. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, actually, because everyone's doing live action, one of the ones that I want to throw out is um, The Rescuers. Yeah! Okay. I love okay. Rescuers. And, and the, so, you know, there's, I guess what the reason why I wanted to do The Rescuers, it's an animated film. It's uh, was It was um, released in 1977, Mm -hmm. and it's one of those that are actually hold up, I think, really, really well, but for some reason, time has forgotten about it. There should have been a ride for it or whatever, and the greatest part is, like, if you're a little bit older, the two main characters are played by Bob Newhart, who is just... The master of comedic timing, and then also, and if you, he's from he did he's so much comes. So, like, if you've seen Elf, he's the the Papa Elf. In, yeah, yeah. He recently him. passed away. What? No, he did oh, not. No. He's still alive. Wait, is he okay? And he, yes. And the second person him. was Eva Gabor. Okay. And essentially, what it is is that they work for an organization called the oh the Rescue Aid Society, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> They're in. I think it's in New York when um, a bottle, a bottle, a help, a bottle with a message, a message in a bottle shows up, mm-hmm. and it has a help thing, mm-hmm. and it came from a little girl named Penny, yeah. who has been kidnapped for nefarious reasons, and it incl- there's villains, and it's kind of like Indiana Jones because they're trying to find the the villains are trying to find the largest diamond in the world, and then these two people, this this agent from the the rescuers aid society, and for some reason she has chosen the janitor to help her out, yeah, <laughs> the so janitor cute. to help her out, who is Bob Newhart, I love and it. so. I'm not going to give away more than that, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's actually a really classic, timeless story, but for some reason, um, time has forgotten about it, and I yeah. don't know why. And I, they did a second one, which was Rescuers Down Under, mm-hmm. I believe, Yeah, um, obviously, where they, um, if you imagine this, they go to Australia, and it's just Down like, Under. Down Under. <laughs> And and it's they're all just really really charming films. Yeah. So I'm waiting. Okay. I don't. I think it's one of those properties that they could really take advantage of, re-release or something, or remake it or something like that. Yeah. Or or, or a sequel. <clears throat> a sequel would be amazing. So, anyways. All right. Yeah, that one. I totally agree. That one's so good. Yeah, but uh, how, D- David, have you you've heard? I've heard of the Rescuers. It. Yeah, but you haven't seen no, the Rescuers. I have not. And this I actually something- like Rescuers better than Rescuers Down Under. Like, I mean, both are good, but mm. I think the original is still the best. No, mm. it's a classic. Yeah. So I am going to yeah. go with Rescuers Down Under and the first animated one that we've spoken about without a hot Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no hot Young, Sean Connery in 
in Miracle. Well, There's without, a hot Eddie Cahill. Uh, without a young, uh, young hot something. Or okay, yes. fair enough. That. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, well, my second one doesn't have any hot young people that I can think of. But. Okay. <laughs> All right, so my second one, um, if you're a fan of The Wizard of Oz, this is kind of like the continuation of the story. It's a little darker. It's a little more creepy, but... You know, like a lot of people say this one is not good for kids, but I first watched this as a little kid and I thought it was fine. So I'm talking about Return to Oz, which came mm-hmm. out in 1985. Um, and the synopsis is Dorothy Gale, thought to have psychological problems because of her tales of Oz, is sent to an institution and is about to receive shock treatment. And that part is really kind of scary. Um, when a lightning storm enables her to escape down a raging river, she awakens the next day in Oz, but her happiness in returning to Oz soon dissolves into horror because she finds the magical land in ruins and the emerald city a wasteland the kingdom is now ruled by the gnome king and the wicked princess mombi and that part alone is really kind of terrifying because princess mombi has a detachable head what and she has once again she's making this up and she yeah. has an entire closet. I'm not sure where she's getting any of these this films. Is, this is like, it's kind of a cool, like, oh, I would have never thought that a villain could, yeah. So she has a detachable head and she collects beautiful heads. So she has a whole closet full of different heads that she wears for different occasions. And um, when she runs into Dorothy, she goes, oh, yes, you know, your head will be very beautiful in time. So I'll just keep you here until I can harvest your head. So it's just like, it is really kind of disturbing and scary. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So Dorothy has to escape Princess Mombi, and she has to defeat the Gnome King and restore Oz to its former glory. And it's just, it's really cool. There's also a character who's kind of the precursor to um, Jack Skellington. Oh. So he's Jack the pumpkin head. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, it's got a lot of really cool, interesting stuff. It actually appeared briefly as a float in the Main Street Electrical Parade. So, it's it's definitely worth checking out. It's a good, like, Halloween. This is some obscure Disney history right here. Yes. Wow. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> you and Fix. I, I know. Mean, we're just here to goof off, I guess. This but... one, like, I don't know. Like, people... People love to say this one is way too scary for kids, but mm. it's really, it's not so much scary as it is, like, just interesting, you know? That it's, yeah. Okay. I highly recommend it. Go watch it. Go watch it around, like, Halloween time. It's a good Halloween movie. So, All that right. was my pick. Dope. So, I guess it's back to me, then. Yes. All Your right, turn. we're going <clears> to <throat> stick with the theme of hockey here for a second, because oh, there yeah. is a film. You and hockey? What? Yeah, I think you I might have mentioned that once or twice. <laughs> Go Sharks. Anyways, so we're going to take it back to 1992 with the another live action film The Mighty Ducks yes The yes. Mighty Ducks yep. Emilio Estevez <laughs> yes. yep Emilio Estevez so good uh, Gordon Bombay is uh, I think he uh, he's a lawyer he's something like that he, he did but this is a lesser yeah. known film yeah it, what is this considered a lesser known yeah, film I think I also so I don't know about it well today by today's standards by today's don't standards really... it's a lesser okay known I guess yeah. it's just like what I, th- I think I've seen like... this film but I don't know anybody else that's seen this film really really oh of your age group maybe that's it yeah mm-hmm. you know the, the these hockey are these team, are films not... that are obscure for I think my age okay mm-hmm. I mean these Jennifer's films are just 
obscure <laughs> films in You're general. Obscure to but, me. I like obscure. Yeah. So Gordon Bombay, for whatever reason, he is charged with a crime and he is sentenced to do community service. And of oh, course, right. what community service does he do? He is forced to coach a terrible peewee hockey team. And the peewee hockey team that he ends up coaching ends up getting sponsored by his boss and becomes the Mighty Ducks. And they are terrible. They are awful. And they go through a lot of hygiene. I mean, you're talking about a goalie who doesn't like getting hit with pucks. Yes. scared of getting hit with <laughs> so pucks. Good. Skaters who can't skate. Shooters who can't shoot. Sounds like it's, slap shot. It is, it is, it is Slapshot, slap except a lot less With, obscene. And, and that Slapshot has a young, gorgeous uh, Paul Newman. Oh, oh okay. Um, Add to oh, the list no, of hot I'm sorry, young. it was, was hot, yeah, young, hot. Sorry. So, and again, it's, an, it's another one of those sports films. It follows the sport film formula of, oh, this team, they suck. Nobody expects them to do anything. Oh, they make the playoffs. Oh, it's great. And then they win. And it's it's kind of I don't know I think that it's it's, it's a great film it's corny mm-hmm. it's corny though no it's it, so good. it is though it's it like is a feel very, good very corny kind of it's, corn it's so almost it's so form it's so formula you know there's not really surprises yeah. but it's it's perfect it's yeah. perfect in mm-hmm. following the formula of what we want <laughs> yeah you know what yeah I mean? especially and and. To boot, quack, 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 yeah. Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so good. Just to wrap this up, here's an interesting story, because this film came out in 1992, The Mighty Ducks. In 1993, the Walt Disney Company decided to purchase a franchise from the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And that franchise became the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. That's right. In 1993, October 1993, their first season started. So, you know, this film kind of was intended to promote a National Hockey League team, which Mm -hmm. is kind of cool. But that's beside the point. This film, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, cor- good. it's really, it's really corny, good. formulaic, cheesy. Yeah. Sometimes I like it. a cheesy good film. Yeah. You know? Go watch it. Okay. Mine is, uh, so my turn, right? Yes. yes. So it's your turn. The next one, uh, we kind of semi-discussed what we were going to do, so we would okay. have a unique nine amongst all three of us, mm-hmm. I think. So, but this is one that uh, I think I shared with at least you, Jennifer, as I recall. It's The Rocketeer. So yes. this is a live action oh, I love film. That one. It's and so good. the and it's really funny is because you talk about the Rocketeer and you talk about the Mighty Ducks. I know lots of people have seen the Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. but like same thing with even with my generation, I don't know too many people who saw the Rocketeer. Did Which is you? sad because it's so freaking good clip C chord. And it came out one year before the Mighty Ducks. Ninety mm-hmm. one. Yeah, ninety one. Huh. So it's kind of crazy that they were so close together. Yet it's something that has already de- disappeared in the ether. And what this is is a period film um, that was set in nineteen thirty eight Los Angeles. And there's a stunt man who comes across a suit. I think it's like he comes across a suitcase, and in it is a jetpack. Mm-hmm. And he learns how to use a jetpack, and mm-hmm. he can fly without an airplane. And, yeah. it, and he was a stunt pilot. 
I yeah. mean, he was a stunt pilot. And so he comes very heroic and he captures the eye of um, Howard Hughes hmm. and bad guys. And the great thing is, um, <laughs> I'm just going to go just, I didn't know this theme was going to come about, but like hot and young. So we, <laughs> we, we have the hot and young Jennifer Connelly. Yes. And I think this is the she first is role I've actually, she's gorgeous today, mm-hmm. but this is one of the first roles I actually saw her in, as I recall. She was um, in Labyrinth. Too. Was she in Lambert? Yeah. Was that about the same time? I think that or? was a little bit earlier because okay. she was she was like a teenager, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then there's um, Alan Arkin, who's in this film. And also, um, talk. So this is strange. We have another James Bond. Hmm. Really? Dalton was Oh, that's one? right. I forgot huh. Timothy Dalton was. Um, he was the bad guy. Yeah. And um, so... It, he's a really good bad guy, he's, too. Like, he can he's play, terrifying. He's a great bad guy. Yeah. Or even like kind of like comedic kind of bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does yeah, really yeah. well. Um, and heroes, too. So it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, he's very multifaceted. But he... Uh, so it's, it's, it's this live action film. It's a period film, which is so cool to look at. You see lots of period planes. You see lots of flying. You see lots of heroic. And for some reason, it's disappeared into the ether. It was also based off a comic book by um, a gentleman named Dave Stevens, mm-hmm. um, who was uh, famous for the Rocketeer comic book. And actually, you can still find them today every once in a while. They new published, even though the author has since passed away, mm-hmm. I believe. Hmm. Oh, speaking of passed away... Um, uh, who were we talking about? Bob Newhart is alive. Sorry. Yes. I had to he look is it up. alive. He is alive. Yeah. <laughs> Protect Bob Newhart at all costs. Bob, Bob is amazing. <laughs> I wish he would come back. He needs a new show. Okay. Yeah. So, Jen, are okay. we going? This is two. <clears throat> round yeah. three. This is now round, now three. round yes. three. Round three. Okay. So, yes. my final one is George of the Jungle. It <gasps> came out in 1997. I've seen this one. It's so good. I love this George, one. How can George, it? George of the Jungle. Watch out for that tree. Yep. Do we still go on with the hot and young theme? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it has very hot, very young Brendan Fraser. Who is just beautiful. Ah, At that point. Beautiful. Yeah, have you film. seen him recently? And half naked. So that's always. Brendan, Brendan's had a few hamburgers since. Main <laughs> Street. Uh, Main he's Street. had a really UCI, hard life. This is a family podcast. He has had a very hard life. So props to him for, for you know, hanging in there. Yeah. So, but this was, yeah, young, super hot, young Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. And Ceno Man. Yes. Himself. <clears throat> That's how we got his role, I think, because he played in Ceno Man. They go, oh. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close, I would say. So, this movie is based on the well known animated 1960s television series. So, have, have you guys ever seen, like, the old cartoons? There was a TV. Oh. Yeah. It was, like, Rocky and Bullwinkle and George of the Jungle oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, all those. So, um,. So he grows up in, as a Tarzan-like character after surviving a jungle plane crash where he is raised by gorillas. He rescues <laughs> the beautiful wayward traveler named Ursula when a lion attacks her while she is on safari. And um, he has his friends, an ape named Ape. He has an elephant who thinks he's a dog named Shep. Um, That's right. And Ursula has this annoying fiancé named Lyle who wants to regain his lady love and destroy the balance of nature in George's rainforest kingdom. And um, one of the things I really love about this movie is there's one part where this evil guy, Lyle, he falls face first into a giant steaming pile of elephant poop. 
And the guides that are with him are like, now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? And then his two other companions ready and they all just start laughing it's just so like all the <laughs> the dialogue yeah. is so yeah. good in this movie it's just it's really good it's super cheesy but it's really really good i'm yeah. sad that people don't really know that much about it anymore but i know about yeah. it i have a seven uh de- seven degrees of separation on that film oh really hmm. um one of my good friends was a computer animator he's now a professor and he actually was an animator on it, and he did all the particle physics. This is the nerdy part. It's, just, it's not a major part, but he did all the particle physics on that, or did some of the particle physics on it. And, like, whenever the dino- uh, I'm sorry, the elephant would slide in dust, mm-hmm. he was the guy who created all the dust clouds oh, in computer animation. Neat. And back then, you actually had to have one guy, and his only job... You- you have one job. Yeah. You know? had one job. But yeah, so yeah. my friend has cr- uh, line credits in that film wow. because he was part of the animation team. Oh, wow. Film, yeah. So. That's and cool. The, the animation, the audio animatronics are all really good, or like puppetries, I guess. You know, the puppets that they use, too, are really, really good. Yeah. So for the time, especially. So yeah, go all watch right. it. Yes. It's so good. It's yeah. so cheesy good. I love yeah. it. That's childhood right there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, my turn again. Mm-hmm. I hope we all nerd out on this one. Do you guys remember the film Sky High? <laughs> oh, this is, no okay that this one was one the one we were seen. all oh wait you haven't i seen haven't that one? seen this one what i know i, know. Wow. I was totally on my list but you claimed this one first <laughs> ha! The, you ha! totally claimed this one first That's which like, is funny because when i was thinking this over i almost claimed inspector gadget instead <gasps> oh, yeah, but, inspector but but gadget. but i don't want to get off topic because sky high is a much better topic of conversation for this <laughs> one and I think Sky High is so different because it's it fits in well with this um, this sort of culture that we have going on here of films that are so cheesy that they're enjoyable mm-hmm. and good. Uh, first of all, let me give you just a brief, brief plot synopsis. There is a son named Will Stronghold of two... Uh, very famous, very influential superheroes. So imagine Superman and Wonder Woman being married. Yeah, imagine that. And he is about to go to uh, high school, but he has a problem, and that is that he hasn't discovered... Superhero high school. Superhero high school. He hasn't quite discovered what his power is oh, or the, yeah. no, they I, or they haven't manifested he may not have yeah, powers yeah yeah so it's a little bit like he might be a normie it yeah, sounds like. a little bit huh and he goes to this high school in the sky mm-hmm. which is why it's called sky high and ah, he discovers okay. that there is a girl named gwen who is interested in him uh, and he can't figure out why until he figures out that Gwen's mother is a super villain who once (laughs) defeated uh, his dad in combat like years and years and years ago and this girl who's interested in him is going for revenge and he has to run into like the high school dance at the end of the movie where all of this is going down and he has to Stop this revenge plot from happening. Wow. Right. It's super cliche. It's it's super, I don't know, predictable, maybe a little bit. The interesting thing about this movie is that 
I think is a theme that we're finding in a lot of these films here is it's these aren't just like B-list actors that are appearing in these films. Mm-hmm. These are actual actors. The the father, the the father superhero is played by Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. So this is the second Kurt right. Russell film I've put on here. Yeah. The girlfriend I just figured out was played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, oh. who if you haven't um if you haven't seen any of her films, I definitely recommend uh, Gemini Man. One of them. My personal favorite of hers is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She's phenomenal mm-hmm. in both of those <laughs> films. Um, and let's see. I have to look up his name. Steven because Strait. I may have forgotten about it. Uh, yep. Steven Strait. Strait. Uh, if you and watch then, Expanse, uh, he plays Holden. Michael Angerino played the title character, Will Stronghold. And he was in Almost Famous. So wow. these are actual real oh, actors yeah, that yeah. were in this and really, really corny Disney film. Yeah. Kelly Preston. Yep. Yeah. Uh, plays the mom. So many people. Linda, Linda Carter. Yeah. Oh. That's, she, wasn't she, She's Wonder Woman. She, yeah. She, wasn't ah. she the dean? Or okay. Now I have to see like this. That. Oh, yeah. You definitely Because Wonder Woman is in it. It's, now I'm sold. And yeah. my favorite. Bruce Campbell plays the gym teacher. Yep, Coach Ooh. Boomer. Yeah, and so he essentially is the sorting hat. <laughs> I mean, he is the sorting hat for the superpower kids come in. And if you uh, have the proper whatever, mm-hmm. he, he decides whether you're a hero or, or a hero support or uh, sidekick. Side That's right, sidekick. So hero sidekick so like oh, he's he's kind of nice. like the stereotypical mean gym teacher which uh-huh. is funny because he's he's the mean gym teacher and his superpower is that he can talk really loud and it's really funny to me mm-hmm. now oh, thinking about it uh, that he's the one that gets to decide whether you're a superhero or if you're a sidekick because come you're, on you're if gym, you were sorted your gym yeah, teacher yeah. was like a high school football player who wasn't that good. Yeah. Yeah. Quite <laughs> yeah. often. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. It was the, exactly. The high school football coach who wasn't good enough to play football and so they coach. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Except you only, you couldn't even coach. Now you're a high school <laughs> yeah. oh. gym teacher. Anyways. All right. Sky high. Go see it. Okay. Wow. Awesome. So there you have it. Those are our recommend. Oh, wait, no, oh, no. no. Sorry, 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 oh, sorry. Man, sorry. I thought I was out of this. No, um, I was like, uh, 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 actually, your Inspector Gadget one was a fantastic I one. I know. I love Inspector um, Gadget. I am going so to good. go so with, cheesy. you know, I, I'm wondering, everyone has probably seen Tron 2, mm-hmm. but to see Tron 1. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to go too far. Um, into Tron uh, 2 because I mean Tron 1 but if you've seen Tron 2 it's the basis of uh, anyways Tron 1 was that came out I think it was in the late 80s or Mm. 80s and such and it was one of the first films that they kind of made it look like it was computer graphic but they actually had to do it practically really yeah so the thing was that they did some have some computer graphics in it but to make everyone look like they were made out of computer graphics they actually filmed it and they rotoscoped it and so they actually turned it to black and white and then they hand painted all the frames so the the lines and their suits would glow. Oh, and nice. It's kind of a bad film, but the the concept was so cool that it spawned, of course, Tron 2, which is essentially almost like a 
like when you see that old Donkey Kong game and they bring the Donkey Kong, which was 2D, and then you got the 3D Donkey mm-hmm. Kong game, or and and it's like another version of the same world. So it actually has become better as a movie as time has gone by because of the second film, the way it frames the first film. Yeah. If it's just a standalone, it's 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 okay. But with the second film out there, with um, it really really makes it a completely different thing. I just so. remember it from People Mover. There was that one part where you you entered the game grid of Tron, and you could see <laughs> the light cycles passing by you, and then you have escaped Tron or something like that. And yeah. and who's oh gosh, I forget his name. He's in um, Tron Two. Um, he's in the first film as well, but he's the protagonist, um, the big Lebowski guy. Uh, I can like picture him, but I can't. Remember. Oh, oh, anyways. So go see the film. I mean, it's like if you've seen the second film, which I absolutely adore, I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic, and I'm I'm kind of sad that it didn't do well enough. Yeah, that um, there because there was supposed to be a third one that was c- going to come out back to back almost, oh. and the um, box office numbers were kind of disappointing, mm. and so they didn't they didn't make the third film, but it was good enough that they actually based a ride off of yeah the light cycle in, yeah. the light cycles coaster. in Shanghai. So mm-hmm. and I think they're bringing them to Florida as well. Yeah. Florida, and the yeah, rumor is we could get them eventually. Yeah, really. we need it. We need it. Yeah, get rid of get rid of something, anything but Space Mountain. It's I'd fine. be okay if they, they got rid of Autopia. Star Tours. I keep saying it. Yeah, it Just, needs it needs to go to, into Star Wars Land. <laughs> what? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, that would um that would be a great ride that to go into um, Tomorrowland. The yeah. Tron cycle. The Tron yeah. cycle. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All we right. can only well, hope. Now. now that's our recommendation. <laughs> Sorry, Zen. So next time that you are having movie night, check out some of these movies and Miracle. see what you want to see. All right, but before we head to the break, it is time for Who's It's and What's It's of the Week. And this week, Zen is sharing some Disney-inspired homes that he discovered. Okay, so my story for Who's It's and What's It's is I don't know if you guys have ever heard, but there's something called a Cinderella home. And what a Cinderella home is, is it actually started in Southern California, um, somewhere Downey and Anaheim area. Mm-hmm. And these are all of and Disneyland is in Anaheim. Downey is somewhat adjacent to it. close, yeah. And what had happened is I, they never make a straight connection to this, but it almost has to be, was that they started, so now this is kind of post-war housing and everyone was building all these houses and there are tracks and there's houses being put up. And one guy comes up with the bright ideas like, hey, you know what? I want to build these themed homes. And the themed homes are called Cinderella homes. They started in 54, which coincidentally is... The year before Disneyland opened. Right. Mm-hmm. And they start, you know, they start building, building these ranch-style houses, ranch-style houses, and they have these gables and um, that look like gingerbread houses, all the window panes on the windows, instead of usually they're squares, they're in diamonds. So hmm. when you look at them, if you want, like, if a fairy princess were to move out to the suburbs... 
<laughs> this is where she would live, and you would have like little bunny rabbits, you know, like talking yeah. bunny rabbits. The, re- that would go the that. real housewives of Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So, like, essentially, like, um, if we had to hide Cinderella out, like, if she, if she had, like, a, if she joined the witness protection program, and had to go to a safe house. This is what these houses would look like. And as time has gone by, obviously a lot of these have been remodeled, but there yeah. are a few. If you Google them online, they have some of these houses, and they're wonderful on the inside they they really looked like somewhere between like an old dutch village house and something that's cinderella jennifer i don't think i've ever seen zen light up quite as much as he's lighting up right now superstar limo yeah superstar limo is one of them but that's a meme at this point yeah so i mean oh that's so cute yeah there's they got you know so take a look at them and the colors are just amazing one is pink i mean that's perfect (laughs) (laughs) look at this like bright gee jennifer i wonder which house she wants and the style, and the funny thing is that the style caught on, and I believe there was a couple um, places like in Texas, and they caught on, and there's a couple other areas outside of California that have these Cinderella houses, yeah. which are just really, really just yeah. interesting for the time period and just like for the style. So go take a look, Google Cinderella house, Cinderella houses or Cinderella homes, and you'll find these things. All right. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. And now it's time for Disney Animated Film Trivia. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going to suck. <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right. Are you guys ready? No. No. <laughs> no? Okay. Too bad. Here we go. Question number one. In Robin Hood, Maid Marian has a oh, lady no. in waiting. What is her name? She's the giant chicken. She's so awesome. I love her. The giant. Wait, what? She's, she's, she's this giant chicken in a blue dress. <laughs> I'd show you a picture. I've never probably. seen this film. Really? Oh, no, my God. never. Okay. Gotta watch it. Um, so, Agatha. I really, really, really have no idea. Okay. Think think of the fact that she's a chicken. Um, <laughs> what might a chicken be named? A, the Colonel. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. It's no got to be some stupid it's, pun. It's, I but I I can't think of any wrong. chicken puns off the top of my head. Right. Yeah, I'm lost. Tyson. No guess. <laughs> All right. So her name is Lady Cluck. That is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. She's she's an awesome character. Tyson though. is better. Yeah, Tyson yes. is better. Yes. I like that one better. <laughs> All right. Question number two. In Beauty and the Beast, you'll find a dog that's been turned into a what? Oh. This is cute. Oh, what I remember that. I, I remember this, but I don't. Um this is your childhood. Uh, I can't yeah, remember. No, this, well, this is before even before my childhood. Yeah, because that came out in ninety two. Yeah. 92 or 91. Um, a mop. 
Okay. It's my guess. A mop. I have no idea. <laughs> that was a really good guess, David. It's actually a footstool. And like, oh, it's got footstool. little tassels for feet. That's right. Yeah. Oh, no. We got a zero, zero. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We can come back to this. This could be a zero, zero sweep. We can come back to this. We got to get this. We can get this. Oh, my goodness. Come on. We got this. Question number three. In Alice in Wonderland, Alice eats something in the White Rabbit's house that causes her to grow larger. What is it? Okay, so cake. It, yeah, I think it's either I it's some kind of like pastry, like I think it's, it was it's, the cake. It's it's, it's kind of like cake. ambiguous what it is cuz it doesn't quite look like cake, but it's definitely a pastry of some kind. If it was the matrix, it's the blue pill. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got cake and uh, uh, uh pie. No, it's not pie. Apple cobbler. <laughs> it's not pie. It's uh, uh it's it's Monte Cristo sandwich. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. Pastry. All right. Uh, okay, I think just for the sake, I'm gonna give it to David because that's a little bit closer. I guess it's a cookie, but huh. it could potentially. Oh really? I mean, Off it looks like he. I don't know. So yeah, I'm gonna give you the points on that one. Maybe like it's a half cookie. of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Two fifty. Two fifty. All right. Two fifty. Hey, at least it's not a zero zero. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Question number four. In the Lion King, what type of graveyard did Nala and Simba explore? David looks like I know this one. Okay. Okay. Do you? No. Go for it. It's an elephant graveyard. All right. Elephant (sighs) graveyard and anything then? Uh, no. Ding ding ding! Elephant (laughs) graveyard. Nice. I mean, (laughs) yes. I was hoping one of you would get yeah, no, like, that hey, one, come on. That one I've got. I'm sweeping this, man. That right. one I've got. You're winning. Kay. Yes, I am. Last. You have all the wins, my friend. Well, we still have one more question. Last one. In Aladdin, what type of animal oh. does Princess Jasmine free? Oh, what does she free? I yeah. think I know this one, too. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember. I don't remember that part, and I love this film. What is it? I want to hear canary. Some, I want a canary. Yeah, I'll go with canary. I can't. I don't remember this scene at all. Multiple birds. I'm gonna give you guys both the points. Ding 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 oh! ding because it is birds. Yeah, I, it's some kind of like white birds. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, like like doves or something. Yeah, yeah. doves it looks like doves. That's close heard. enough. Right. Yeah. So congratulations, David. Burr, burr, burr. Hey, man. I mean, we didn't we didn't end in a zero oh zero sweep. Oh my god, I was yeah. so I was yeah. So those afraid. first two questions were weird. Lady Cluck. Yeah. That's, Maybe I'm the only one that likes you don't talk Robin about Hood. What, that should have been one of the films that you should have talked about. It's like Robin Hood. I thought People about it. That, yeah, I thought about it. Films, and I haven't seen that in so many years that I yeah. can't recall it. If we I if we you. do another one of these, which I'm sure we will, maybe then I'll do Robin Hood because Robin okay. Hood, like that was one that I used to watch like religiously as a kid. So, yeah. All right, Good then. Good job, Bring it guys. Yes. And that is all the time we have for this edition of Main Street UCI. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you'd give us five stars and help our podcast grow. You can find previous episodes at sites.ce.uci.edu slash Main Street UCI or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Main Street UCI, where you can find photos of our adventures in the parks, interesting articles, and more. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Bye. Bye, everybody.